Welcome to the School of Sellers podcast, a teacher business show that is short on time, but big on action. Full-time, part-time, or just getting started? No matter where you are in your teacher-seller journey, there's something here for everyone. Making your online teacher business feel doable every step of the way. Here's your host, Erin Waters. Hey there, seller friends. We are back for another episode of School of Sellers. I am your host, Erin Waters, and today I am talking to you all about workflow. Workflow is one of my favorite words in the business world currently, and today I'm going to explain to you what it is, why you need to focus on it, and some quick action tips for making sure that your workflow is the best that it possibly can be. So let's start at the beginning. Workflow is simply the work that you do and how it passes from the very beginning stages to the completion stages. This can encompass the practices you use in your business, the processes you use, the systems you have in place, and the steps that you take in order to get from start to finish along the way. And the easiest example I can give you is the way that you create a TPT product, right? We know it's a very involved process. It's not just creating something and throwing it up on your TPT store. There's a lot more involved. There are processes. There are steps. There are a million different things you have to remember to do along the way in order to get your product from an idea to an actual thing that people can buy. And let me paint you a little picture about my own workflow experience. So I have gone through this process with Facebook ads again and again and again, okay? I know I just gave you the TBT product example, but the Facebook ads situation is what really finally convinced me that I need to be more aware of the way that my workflow operates and the way that I'm utilizing my workflow in my business. So we all know that Facebook ads are especially crucial these days because our organic reach is not nice, right? So I was finding myself logging into my Facebook ads manager every single time that I was going to build an ad. And every single time I felt like I was starting from square one. Even though Facebook ads are something that I've been utilizing for years in my business, I truly felt like I had to relearn the ad building process every time I signed on to Facebook. So I finally took a step back and thought to myself, well, maybe you should just create a list of steps so that you can follow those steps every single time and you're not sitting there looking at the screen like it's a foreign language, right? I know you know how that feels. So that's where my interest in workflow began. And we'll return to that concept in a moment. But I just wanted to really emphasize the importance of a workflow in the TBT world. If you have a good workflow in place, it'll increase your productivity and make sure that you are using your time the wisest you possibly can be. It's basically like the best possible scenario for your business and your work time. I love workflows because they are unique to you. You can do what works for you. And setting up a good workflow is flexible for any schedule. So even if you are a teacher who does TPT in the evenings, Or if you are a full-time TPTer who does it all day, every day, you can set up workflows that work for you. And I think we are fortunate because we are definitely in the age of so much information to help us get our work done 
more easily and more quickly. There are so many apps and programs and tools and resources that we can use to optimize our work time that this is the best possible time for you to make sure all of your workflows are in place. In a nutshell, setting up a good workflow is extremely good for busy people. And I know as teacher sellers, regardless of the season of life we are in, we are all busy in our own way. So if you are ready to streamline your business and make sure that you are not wasting time doing silly things, then taking a good hard look at your workflow is crucial. And if you're thinking, uh, Erin, you're still not speaking my language. I still don't even know really what a workflow is. Then I'm going to give you three simple steps that you can take to nail down the workflows that you use in your business. The first step is to identify any existing systems that you use in your business. And you might think right off the bat that you are not using systems in your business and that you don't have any workflow in place and you're kind of like all over the place. But I guarantee that if you actually sit down and take a look at the way you do things, you will notice that you already have the beginnings of a workflow, if not a very solid workflow. Part of step one, too, is not only identifying existing systems that you use, but also realizing systems that you need to put into place that you haven't already done. Step number two is putting your systems and your workflow down on paper. And I know this seems silly because if you're like me, you don't have a team of people working for you. So it's really doesn't seem like it's an important step in the process, right? Like why would you write down your workflow and your systems when it's only you doing your business? I have two thoughts about that. One, going back to the Facebook ads example, sometimes you need a step-by-step plan to remind yourself of how to do things, even if it's something you do again and again and again. If you have a workflow set up that works and it's a specific set of steps that you take to get something done, it often saves a lot of time if you have a preset list of steps that you can take And it just cuts down on the time of trying to remember what do I do first and what do I need to do. And it also is a great um, checks and balances system for yourself to make sure that you don't miss any important steps. Even in things like creating products, we've been doing this for years, right? But there are still teeny tiny steps that you might forget to do. So it's nice to have it all on paper. And my second thought on this is that even if you aren't someone who has a team of people currently maybe down the road you will. And it's nice to have all of these systems and workflows down and written so that you can easily introduce someone else to the inner workings of your business. The third step of nailing down your workflows is fine-tuning your workflows and also always reflecting on your workflows. So even if you have a system that works well for you, it's important to constantly be thinking about ways that you can improve it and researching new tools that might actually help you get things done even faster. So like I mentioned, one of my very favorite workflows that I have in place is the one that I use when I'm building Facebook ads. And it's a simple checklist of steps that I need to take before creating an ad, while I'm setting up the ad, and also steps that I need to take after the ad is published. I also have, so I'm going to give you guys a couple like actual examples of workflows before I dive into the three steps in further detail. So my Facebook ads checklist is one of my workflows and systems that I keep as a reference point for me. The second workflow I have in place 
is the framework that I use for creating all of my blog content, all of my social media posts, and all of my emails for a large chunk of time. I've talked about this on previous episodes, and I've talked about this in my Facebook Lives, but I swear by my system that I use to knock out all the major tasks in one solid work session. And when I say one, I it's usually broken up over the course of a couple weeks, but it's really nice to be able to clear my schedule so that I don't have things like blog posts and social media posts and emails hanging out on my to-do list week after week after week. But in order to make that happen, I need to have a solid framework in place. So I have a collection of checklists and steps that I use to make sure all of that is accomplished so that way I can live a super happy life for about six months at a time where I don't have to deal with those tasks week after week after week. They're done for the time being, and it's a great feeling. Another workflow I feel very strongly about is my set of recurring tasks. A couple months ago, I sat down and I made a list of all the tasks I have to do daily, all the tasks I have to do weekly, all the tasks I might do monthly, every 90 days, things like cleaning out your email list, cleaning out your social media followers, daily tasks like making sure I'm checking in on social media to respond to messages and comments, things like that that might seem easy and you think to yourself, I'll remember to do that. But when we really think about it, we don't remember to do that every single day. So I set up a really nice workflow where I have a list every single morning of things I have to do every day. And it's easy for me to check things off and have everything in one place so that I know what I need to do before I get to the work that I truly enjoy. Another kind of workflow that you might want to set up for your teacher business is the way that you name your files. And I know this sounds really silly because naming files is not rocket science, but sometimes it can feel like it. So I have a very specific way of naming files as I'm working on them, right? When I start out with a product on TBT, I have a way that I name it when it's in its very baby stages. And then I also have a name that I assign it when it's in the review process, right? Where like the original is created, but it's ready to be edited. And then again, when it's the final, final product. So I have systems in place for those. So that way, when I'm going back to update my products in a couple years, I know what I'm looking at, where to find it, and what exactly it is, right? So those are just a couple examples of the way that I use workflow in my business. Now, if you are thinking that you want to set up a workflow in your own business, I am going to tell you about step number one, and that is to simply identify the systems and processes and anything that contributes to your general workflow that you are currently using. And like I already mentioned, you might be thinking, I am not an organized person. I don't have any workflow or systems in place, but that is simply not true. So I have created a workflow workbook for you, and you can access it at erinmwaters.com slash workflow. And I've given you a checklist of things that you either already have a workflow for or things that you can create your own workflow So if you're wondering how to get started, you can definitely use that checklist. Also included in the workbook is a log that you can use either daily or weekly to kind of reflect on how your work is going, the systems and the processes that you used, what you liked, what you would change, things like that. This is also a good way of knowing um, what you need to create for your business. Now, 
The second step, after you've identified the things that you have in place for your business already, you should put them into writing. And it doesn't have to be super high tech. I enjoy utilizing a Google Doc or Airtable, something where you can just jot down your workflow processes. And I don't think you should spend a ton of time just typing up tons of workflow processes. I truly believe in the authentic act of sitting down as you are doing a certain process and keeping track of those steps along the way. So for example, if you are creating a product for TPT, as you go through the process next, I want you to open a Google Doc or a PowerPoint document or Microsoft Word, whatever your preference is, and make a list of the steps you are doing as you do them. And I strongly encourage you to include any relevant links. So for example, if you work on Airtable, make sure you are linking to that exact workspace. Airtable calls them workspaces, or I'm sorry, bases. Um, make sure you are linking to your Airtable base, any links that are crucial to that step in the process. You can also include screenshots of things that you want to remember how to do. I use screenshots a lot when it comes to Facebook ad setting up. Um, sometimes it's just a matter of a simple like, oh yeah, I need to make sure this box is checked or unchecked. Also include any images, basically any information that will be helpful to your future self or your future team member when going through this process. This is also a good place to include any relevant file names or usernames and passwords for certain sites that you might use throughout the process. It's basically like a brain dump, but an organized brain dump because you are taking yourself from beginning to end of a process and this will help your future self because you won't have to relearn and recreate the wheel every single time you go through this process. And it doesn't have to be complicated. Like I said, just a simple Google Doc. And then once you have all of that information typed out, put it into a more organized format, such as a checklist. That's it. It can be a flow chart if that's more your style. Whatever your teacher seller heart desires, put it into a format that is easy to follow, whether it's you following it or somebody else. But it should be a very systematic process that it goes from start to finish. Your third step in your workflow process is to actually put these into action. So once you've developed a workflow, try it out next time you go through that process. So next time you create a TPT product, use that checklist and go through it step by step and see what you need to change, remove, improve, but make sure that you are fine tuning and reflecting on what's working for you and what's not working for you. I guarantee that you will find this process extremely helpful next time you go to create a product or create a Facebook ad or whatever workflow you're working to improve. But know that it's a work in progress, right? You might find new tools along the way that'll help you utilize your time even better. For example, I have always been an Airtable girl. I love Airtable. I think it's amazing. It has helped me in so many ways. But just recently, I have been introduced to the world of Trello. So I've been using Trello for a lot of my systems and processes. And it's brand new to me. Like I only started using it probably within the last month or so. So I've been slowly integrating that into my current workflow. And I've been kind of reflecting on where it would be useful and helpful for me. And also areas where I still want to keep using Airtable. So always be open to change in your workflow. 
I don't think it's healthy or smart to be tempted by every new tool that we're exposed to because God knows there's a lot of them. But if you really want to try out a new tool and you think it might be a good fit for your workflow, I recommend trying it out. It can't hurt. Bottom line is always aim to improve your workflow and see how you can improve it so that you are working the smartest you possibly can. Last, I'm going to leave you with a list of tools that I use in my own workflow. And this isn't a comprehensive list. There are probably way more things that I'm not mentioning. But like I already said, I love Trello for day-to-day tasks. I find that it's really good, especially for content creation in terms of social media. And I use Airtable for my blog content calendar. So Airtable is a better place for storing permanent information like links and keywords and all the moving pieces that you have in a blog post. But Trello, I find extremely helpful when I'm planning my week-by-week social media content. It's hard to explain things like Trello and Airtable on a podcast. So if you're interested, definitely go ahead and check those sites out. And I'm happy to provide more information. If you are in the School of Sellers Facebook group, that's something I can speak more to in there as well. I also super love the GoodNotes app. Here's a little fun story for you. I had bought an iPad years back and never used it. So when I told my husband last year that I was purchasing an iPad, he kind of rolled his eyes and was like, yeah, okay, Aaron, you're definitely not going to use that. But I went ahead and bought it anyway, and I fell in love because of the GoodNotes app. I am a big proponent of paper planning over digital. Like I've always just been a paper and pencil type person. But there's something to be said about the beauty of digital because I'm a much faster typer than I am writer. And I also like the digital world because I have access across multiple devices, right? If I'm planning only on paper, I have to have that specific planner or notebook with me at all times or else I'm not sure exactly what I'm doing. So I feel as though the iPad and GoodNotes marries the two together. I'm able to still have that paper and pencil type feel when I write things down, but I also have access to all of my plans and all of my notes, whether I'm on the go on my phone or whether I'm at home on my computer. So if you have an iPad, um, I strongly recommend downloading GoodNotes. You can also download GoodNotes on your phone. In fact, I there is a stylus you can use to write directly on your iPhone. And I can link to that in the show notes if you're interested. But GoodNotes has been a lifesaver. And I love it, especially for planning purposes when it comes to planning new products or ideas for blog posts. Last but not least, I'm a huge proponent of Google Documents. It's a simple program, but I find that it's a great place to keep a couple different things. One, I have a brain dump document that I use on Google Docs every single day. In fact, I've programmed my computer to open this Google Docs document every single time I start up my computer. And this is simply a place where I log all of my ideas, questions, thoughts, everything under the sun as it pertains to my business. Every once in a while, I'll go through there and sort it all out so that it actually makes sense. But it's a great place to kind of just dump it all out there and have it out of my brain and into a place where I won't forget it. I also keep a second Google Doc that has my links. So these are all of my current links. For example, if I am batch creating all of my blog content or social media content, I will have a little collection of links that I know I'm going to be using in those pieces. 
Maybe it's a link to one of my products that I'm referencing in a blog post, but it's just all relevant information that I know I'm going to be needing. And it cuts down on time wasted by me switching between different windows and different documents and things like that. It's all in one place. So if you are in the market to really nail down your workflow and make sure that you are using your time wisely, make sure that you visit erinmwaters.com slash workflow where I provide a free workbook that you can use to get the process going. And I promise you will be very pleased by the outcome. Thanks for tuning in. Till next time. And action.